The DWA podcast is recorded live to SD card at the old Wrigley building in Santa Cruz, California. Driving while awesome podcast radio hour. <laughs> oh my god. Yo. Do you guys know what a fluffer is? GTO. Mellow grinds. Oh, I got a PT Cruiser. It's a convertible. It's really cool. All oh, this melts of crayons for you. <laughs> hey, YOLO. You only have one life. Do you have coilovers? No, beat it. Yeah, I'd say that's a pretty good podcast right there. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, I threw it up. <laughs> Patreon.com forward slash driving while awesome. Do you enjoy the DWA podcast? Give us a little love and support us on Patreon and get some awesome bonuses like a weekly exclusive Patreon podcast, exclusive stickers, koozies, and discounts on everything in our store, early access to rallies and other DWA events, and much, much more. Um, yeah. It really helps us out if you become a patron of the podcast, and we hook you up with some really cool stuff. So join us now at patreon.com forward slash driving while awesome. Thanks. You guys got your seatbelts buckled in and all that? Oh, I'm strapped I'm in. I got, my, I got my crash helmet on. Yeah. When I, when I woke uh, up, I was uh, I was freedom. I'm not wearing seatbelts. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, welcome to Driving Well Awesome. My name is Warren. I'm Lane. I'm Art. I'm Brian. This is a Sunday edition. Thank you for joining us. Uh, we are back, the four of us. How you doing? I'm good. How you feeling? I got my good crash thanks. helmet on because I crashed out of our uh, Dirt Rally Championship today. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, dude. So what was the uh, Flail. Who, who best? Who did best out of the, the three of you? Three, oh, uh, only three? Brian and I did it. it. Yeah. Oh, Art's, Art, you're not doing no, it? No, no Art's, just Brian, I, I don't have an Xbox. But Dude, yeah, I definitely I, did better than Brian. I am so bad. I'm literally the <laughs> yeah. worst person Brian's in the entire the field. And I'm towards like the top like four or whatever. Dude, Lane gets like okay. third and fourth with all these guys who are like straight up pros. Like I, um, I, I feel pretty confident these days. I'm pretty good. But like I fucked up this morning because I, I went on my sec my first round. I was like got second or something like like two seconds off or something and then the next one i got a flat tire towards the end so i was like 30 seconds off the leader still like third place or whatever dude and i but meanwhile dude, just no being flat like tires idiot, for me like and being, i'm a minute off yeah and then me just being like okay not really paying attention i just kept clicking a and go to re you know start the next session still with a flat tire and i was like fuck this so i just quit yeah and then I Dude. sort of retired me from that one and the next one. I uh, I honestly am friggin' flabbergasted. Like I do not understand it. Like I cannot control these cars. I feel like I was better the first time I tried it, and now I'm like, I don't know. I've gotten way worse or something. Or everybody's like escalated way faster than I have. There's I, just a I learning know. curve. I think. I think we haven't reached. Dude. You haven't hit that. That you You're haven't not, hit the. You don't have the understanding yet. Are you practicing uh, a lot? Like, yeah, like I feel like I'm, uh, mm. I'm like, I'm going to yoga a lot, but I haven't reached enlightenment. Like, I have no yeah, idea yeah. what everybody's talking yeah. about with all the gibberish. I'm just like there. Oh, you're just you trying just to feel like, like shit. Do the you're, yoga. Just, you're just in pain. <laughs> I think yes, it's I'm all, just in pain. Yeah. I think this, these games are like a light switch. It's just like, 
once that light you like hit that one point you're like good and i i hit it yeah. like a while ago and i just kind of know <laughs> what to do um you know like i just kind of know how to control the car and stuff and i kind of like get it where like the car was like super uncontrollable the first time i drove it, and now i just kind of like i know i'm fucking up when i'm fucking up and i know what i'm doing wrong it's just like yeah but i have pretty good control of the car the whole time like i this yeah. is my first crash that was my first crash in the whole event, the whole thing. Well, yeah, good for you. I mean, I definitely have gone through, I was definitely crashing more in the beginning. I mean, like, you know, just getting through a stage was like a big deal. Uh, and then now I'm at a point where, you know, I, I can, I can get through reasonably well without crashing, but then, uh, my times are just like complete trash. And it's like, I, I, I'm not, I'm definitely not in the groove. Like, you know, I'm, I'm I'm definitely like blipping the throttle nonstop, like trying to like not go too fast and and I'm not connecting turns where I'm like throwing weight transfer around. Like I'm constantly like uh not sliding enough or sliding too much or whatever. And I I'm yeah, I'm I was I was messing around a lot with the car tuning this time because the last uh the so I, I I'm doing the binge thing. So I did it last on thir last Thursday. And I, I did one whole rally and then it flipped to 10 PM. So then I did the whole next event. Um, and, uh, during that whole time, like I, I, I did some tuning to the car, but I think I basically just screwed it up and handling was really funky. So then yeah. when I did it last night, I did the whole binge thing again. And I spent a lot of time up front trying to like mess with the car and practice and then, you know, see how it affects the handling. And I thought I got it pretty good, but I'm still not really like drifting in the right way around these corners. And, and, and I'm still like on and off the gas constantly. And it, you know, when I tried to hustle to like get good, uh, get a good time, I just tossed myself right off. And so it's like, I'm, I, I don't know. The only thing I can do is go slow. Like it's, I, I guess I just got to keep practicing and see what happens. So I, I, you should like come over and play it with me or something but um i'm basically like <laughs> practice together like i know i'm full throttle like most of the time really yeah dude and then, i don't even understand that and then i'm you're full just throttle stopping with your brake on and threshold on the, braking yeah. threshold braking and then full throttle controlled slides um and trying to press the brake as little as possible when i can and just kind of flowing through turns yeah. and then like that just sounds like you glorious kinda, and, and then, and also with this, for this last stage, it was like gravel or whatever. So, um, I tuned my car where like my rear diff was like completely unlocked. So like no lock at all. Um, and it, and how it did seemed that to help? help a lot. It helped a lot with like just grip through the, through the turns, just getting grip coming out of the turns and stuff. It like definitely improved my time by a good, Ooh. like improved my time probably by a good, like eight seconds or something. Um, and what, I just felt what like brake more bias do you use? Uh, usually like 72 ish. Yeah. I was experimenting so, because I was having trouble front. rotating the car to be able to actually get into slides. Uh, yeah. and so I turned the brake bias really far up to kind of like, I don't know, dig in the front so that the back would get light. And yeah, but, it, that actually but the seemed thing to is have with, an effect with rear wheel drive. You can, you get the rotation on throttle. You don't need it on the braking. Right. So, so like I, I don't like, know. That doesn't I, matter at setting all. it up, like, setting it up, uh, you know, as I'm going into a turn, I'm under braking. I, I'm, you know, I'm, 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 I'm not under braking. I'm, I'm, I'm brake, you know, in the act of braking 
to set up for a turn, right? And uh, I, I wasn't getting like usually on road stuff, like you know, you start getting, you know, you you kind of like mess with your angle under braking almost is where you initiate like getting out a little bit. And I'm I'm so I, so I was trying to recreate that here. Yeah, and. I don't know. Like, I want to so, get the start rotation, and then you roll into the throttle to start to continue the so, slide. So I'm obviously getting it f- wrong, so I don't know. That's how I do in the front-wheel drive cars. With these, I, I'm braking straight, and then I'm just rotating under throttle. So you brace um, straight, and then turn in, and then just throttle. Yeah, and you're, and then I would imagine that you're doing, it, you're doing it pretty early. I'm probably doing all of that a little too late. Uh, yeah, yeah, probably, because... So, you're you're turning before the turn essentially. You're getting into a drift before the turn. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm not yeah, not yet enlightened. It's pretty enjoyable, but uh, is it fun? It like, yeah, you're you've got to be having fun at that level, dude. Kind of, but this morning when that happened and I made yeah. that mistake, like the flat tire was a big enough deal where I was like, "Fuck, thirty seconds," and I was like, yeah. I thought I could win this whole state. Like I had a chance. Like I was like, "Oh, I think I could like take this one." Right. Um, and then I got the 30 seconds and I'm like, my first crash. And I'm like, oh man, this sucks. And then I went and made the mistake of going to the next little stage or whatever without fixing the flat. And I was like kind of depressed, dude. Totally, like, dude. Cause it's I only still, one like, shot, it. right? Yeah. Yeah. And I'm still like, fuck, dude, I just want my chance back. Like this sucks. Like, and it was just a dumb, like it wasn't like, cause it wasn't even a driving mistake. I mean, the one was a driving mistake, but I could have changed. I, sh- I was supposed to change my tires, dude. I just didn't right. do it. It was like, uh, and, so and you're frustrating. At a, like, I think we're all familiar with that uh, scenario when you get pretty into video games and you, where you're like, you know, you're like bombing through a level or whatever racing game or whatever, you know, uh, and, um, and if you screw up one time, then it's automatic restart. Like, you know, mm-hmm. there's no way I could be, yeah, yeah. you know, because of what I just did, there's no way I could beat my best time. So it's worthless to even try. So then boom, yeah, yeah. restart yeah. and go. Totally. And it's, and now you're at the higher level where it's like any little thing you're like, Oh, well I just lost it. And that's got to be a very hard thing to deal with. Cause these are long stages and any little sure. slip up, you know, you're talking like just a matter of five seconds separates like first and fourth, basically. It's so frustrating. And meanwhile, I'm at a different level where I'm at the bottom and I'm making choices. Like last night, I made a choice. Uh, I could do full repair on my uh, 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 wheel geometry, but it would cost me a 20 second penalty for the stage. Ooh. And I said, yeah, like, I don't care about the penalty because I'm going to, I'm, if I don't fix the wheel geometry, it's likely I'm going to fly off the road and it's going to be at least 20 seconds, if not game ending. Right. And, yeah, yeah. but for you to do, to, to take a 20 second penalty hit, like, there's just no way you would do that oh, at all. Oh, no, hell that's no. Com- but, that's yeah. losing the rally for you right there. Well, also, hopefully I wouldn't need that repair, right? Cause I haven't needed any repairs throughout the whole thing. Dude, repairs so. are like a very big thing at my level. <laughs> <laughs> it's like uh, yeah it's everything like you're making all these trade-offs of like you know do you can't do a full cooling system replacement because you're going over the limit uh, yeah anyway i feel it like i fun need, though because like I need there, a life there coach a, there is a little bit of that like it's like a real drive where you're like right it's like how much are you willing to risk right and that's right, what you're right. dealing with yeah. on this too and it's like i feel like i go into every round and i'm kind of like i i lay off a little bit like my best times are never on this on these races like i'm you know i'm always like 
Like my best times are usually 20 seconds faster than what I'm doing. Right. Or something like that. It's just like, um, yeah, it's interesting. But anyway, so I think that's enough video game racing talk. Do you want to tell people what video game you're talking about? Rally (laughs) 2.0 on, um, Rally dirt, dirt Dirt 2.0. And it's on anything (laughs) like Xbox and, uh, Brian's playing it on PC. So, Atari, you can yeah. get it on Game Boys, yeah, Nintendo, yeah, Game Boys, Jaguar sixty four, yeah. Switches, or Twitches, even TikToks. I think there's like Nintendo a there's too. a board game version, Dreamcast. Yeah, there's a Dreamcast version. It just came out. Yeah, um, that's pretty cool. Turbo Graphics uh, sixteen. <laughs> Turbo Graphics sixteen. Okay. Yeah. So where are you got sure. before we move on? Where are, are you guys at? Like, I you seem pretty much convinced that you need to start doing this stuff, but I don't think either of you I are making the it. investment, right? But I don't. I don't want to spend whatever a thousand dollars on wheels and it's almost that much game consoles too, because I don't know how much. It, like I don't know what an Xbox bucks, is right? today. You could probably get a used Xbox. Three fifty. My Xbox was one hundred and sixty or something. Xbox and then a, what's a steering wheel? You're spending like three fifty on one of those. No, like one hundred and seventy yeah. or something. So you could. It's definitely a thousand is overstating it, William. You could do it for a lot less. Okay, that's good to know. Art, how are you feeling about it? You're a video and game And you guy. take a yeah. dining room chair and you cut the legs shorter. So that's what I did. I took one of our dining room chairs and I cut the legs a couple of inches off, so I sit a little lower. Nice. Yeah, so. I'm sure that would be that's what I would do. Right now it's an opportunity cost with time. That's where I'm at. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. especially with a project car now that I actually do, I want to get shit oh, done right. on it. And it's like, you know, like with the time that I would spend at 10, 30, 11 p.m. in the garage, messing on a sim rig i'm fixing shit or have i'm under the car and and the reality know, that, is that, you've got a you've got a project baby that's uh yeah project baby takes else. up a lot of that yeah and trying to squeeze in a little bit of work it's just like not a priority anymore but i mean it seems super fun if you can swing it i mean it sounds like especially right now because we can't fucking drive so like yeah yeah that's that's awesome yeah 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 so what have you been doing to the car art i i i mean i know you did the I mean, you have like bumper stories, dude, which is like Mikey talked about, you know, this is Mikey's old car from Clutch Kick podcast. Um, but this bumper dilemma or bumper project was like a thing for probably eight months on that show. So, um, how long have you had the car and what's up with it? Um, I don't know. How long have I had the car? Like a week or two, right? And, yeah. uh, so yeah, the bumper is back so- on. So yeah, basically the, it has an air dam. Sorry, air dam. Bumper. Yeah, it's it's the air dam thing. And um, as you had mentioned before, yeah, it, at some point he ran into shit and like it fell off and he dragged it and it got severely damaged. Like it was basically, I, I as I said last time, I'm going to try to fix this. If I can't fix it, I'm going to have to go a completely different route with the front end on this car because they're very expensive. Like they're, because they only came in one, in one year for the North American market. So I mean, the cheapest one I found was 500 bucks and it was in almost as bad as condition as this. Like it was that there that much. And a nice one is over a thousand bucks. Like that's, they're ridiculous. So, um, so yeah, I basically, uh, you know, I talked to you lane a bit and try to kind of figure out a plan of action for this thing. And cause it had like, it's plastic, you know, but it's, it had separations, like big separations of plastic where it was like material like had been cracks. Complete, cracks and also uh well what was it uh, oh crevasses 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 yeah, yeah crevasses um, yeah big and, crevasses uh, there was also like sections of the plastic missing that were ground off like it was just a, a big big project so yeah i spent uh you know 
the better part of two days, like, you know, off and on, like just uh, here and there. Um, Some drying time. Yeah, drying time and a lot of sanding and prep and try to get it as as nice as I could. But, you know, it's never going to be perfect. Like it was just it's I would have to be a, a fancy plastic welder to do it to do it all right. But I got it to where it's very presentable and like it's a nice like 10 footer. Um, you have some imperfections here and there, which I might continue to tinker with a little bit. Um, but, um, but yeah, basically with a combination of like, uh, using gorilla tape to hold things in place and, to to put backing and stuff. And, um, I, uh, did you I use the method used... I told you with like gluing, like whatever sticks or whatever you have? No. So I, I just use gorilla tape and it worked really well, um, because the JB weld basically, um, formed that structure and like it actually held really well. So, um, I was originally going to do yeah something like that like a popsicle stick or something on the back, um, but it actually worked really well. Um, so yeah, I used JB Weld. I used duct tape to hold stuff in place and kind of create little um, molds, if you will, for for plastic pieces that were missing. And then I used a it's called a high bond uh, filler. That's it's also from 3M, um, and it's it sticks really really well to anything. And it's pretty it's it's initially for the first like half an hour it's still pretty soft, but it it forms really fast and or hardens really fast and um it uh it's you know easy to work with and shape and all that uh and it has a little bit of give you know it's not as hard as like a traditional bondo filler so like it is a plastic it's a hard plastic piece but you know so well, did that also the then, key to that is the fact that it's a high bond bondo yeah. it does not bond that well like to, mm-hmm. like with stuff like that, if you have like two edges and and they're moving along, yeah. Bondo is just gonna crack, right? Like it's right, not gonna right. bond to the other pieces. So exactly, yeah, it's yeah. working like a glue. That's a good good idea. Totally, exactly. So did that, um, and then yeah, just a lot of prep work. I have a lot of primer from old projects, so I primered it. And I have um, you know adhesion promoter and all that shit for flexible materials, and and I got a can of uh, Alpine White 146, which is the one for this car, um, and did that. Um, Where'd you get it? it? Napa. Oh, really? Yeah. That's they, awesome. Was it, uh, it? Oh, and single, uh, like, uh, single, just like single stage? No. Dual base stage. coat with clear. They don't do single okay. stage in this county, apparently, I learned. Yeah. Um, so, uh, which is fine, whatever. Um, but um, I knew that I actually didn't clear it yet. You probably can't tell in the pictures, but um, I knew that I was going to have to do a little more work once I cleared it. Because even like I have like etching, like, you know, thick primer and you still don't fill all the imperfections and it's then they pop right after the fact. And I was like, fuck, like some of the stuff I didn't see till after I painted it white, like in the gray wasn't showing. And then like, I'm like, all right, well, I'll go back and kind of, you know, mess with it a little bit more, you know, glaze it here, spot glaze it and try to get it nicer. Um, and so, you know, I figured I'll have to respray it again, um, to do it right. So I have an, I have another can and I have a lot of clear. So, um, it's not totally done yet, uh, but it's like presentable and it's on the car. It, it's on the car the right way. It's not going to fall off. <laughs> like it's using so all the prop, proper the brackets. The paint wasn't that good on that front air dam to begin with. I remember. No, uh, it was, it, it had been like, like rattle can before or something. Yep. And then also I know that he had just attached it on like the ends with like she metal screws or something. Um, and then from what you had shown, it turns out that he, the, the center was never attached, which wasn't Mikey. It was just the way it was delivered to him. But like the center three mounts weren't attached at all. You said so. The center three mounts were not. Uh, yeah, they were. They, so it's a very difficult 
thing to explain, but basically the, the way that the front was set up, it was, it was slid onto the brackets, but they were not bolted to the actual bumper. Uh, and, uh, and on top of that, there were also broken pieces of the old brackets attached to the bumper still. So when whoever put the bumper on, put the bumper on the car, not only was it not attached to the center fucking brackets, it was sitting on old broken brackets like pushed up against the new brackets. So making it even worse and making it more susceptible to falling off, you know? Um, so the whole thing, I just, you know, I removed everything and started from scratch and bolted it all up the way it's supposed to be. Um, the sides, um, they on the inside, they originally have a bracket that has now been broken off on both sides to attach it to the actual valance. So what I did is I created a new mounting hole and, uh, there's a bolt on the inside of the rubber strip that covers the bumper, the side bumper, uh, the side of the bu- uh, front bumper. And so under there, there is now a bolt holding that corner of the bumper to the valance, like hard mounted instead of just applying tape to it or whatever, or a sheet metal screw. Now it's like, it's, 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 it's sturdier than it even was like stock, you know, but nice. I made, I drilled a hole into the valance to do that. So um, now it's presentable and it, and it's uh strong. And strong. Um, Dope. yeah. So yeah. And then I, yeah, I went through and I removed, uh, the Laminex yellow vinyl that was on the high beams. Um, that's like the default look for people for some reason, <laughs> um, which I don't like. Uh, and, um, I also removed the BMW CCA emblem on the front <laughs> to clean up the front end. Did um, you have any hesitations and, uh, removing that? No, not at all. Not at all. You know, it's, it's really sad because, you know, we know people in BMW CCA. I was a member since, 2001 up until about two years ago and i just like i didn't see the benefit of being a member dude it sounds shitty but like i same with pca yeah it's like i you know i got a magazine and like whatever i most of the time never even read it it was covering old shit that we've already heard about like we're in the industry and like we have access to a lot of information and we have access to people like you know normally the bmw cca thing is about community and like I don't know. And they, so they'll I, do events like they'll do special BMW CCA track days and stuff like that. But yeah, often yeah. they're like way more expensive. And it just seems like if you want to go to a track day now, there's so many outfits that it's like pick your weekend right. and you can just go. It doesn't matter who's running it. Maybe that wasn't as yeah. true back in the day. And so there was more value there or something. Yeah. It was Maybe. probably more yeah. exclusive, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, and even yeah, then, I'm like sure. I, I, like, you know, you can, like, for example, I autocrossed with BMW CCA forever and like, you didn't have to be a member to autocross right, with them. Right, like you could go, but right. it was more expensive. Like it would be 75 bucks a day versus like, you know, whatever. Like, and it was, same with PCA now. And then Lotus always has track days and stuff and people yeah. do them in every car. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it seems like so, there was a know. lot of value back in the newsletter days and we're long past. Right. That, right. Right. Yeah, they right. have to adapt, man. I don't know what's going to happen there. But, um, so I, I, yeah, I just removed that. I removed some other random stickers on the car. I tried, and then I did a full, a full wash. I finally detailed it. Um, you know, and that's significant because the car hadn't been washed in maybe four months. So it had, you know, a, a thick layer of dust everywhere and it reveals a lot, right? It's like, okay, it's a straight, nice white car but like now i see a lot of dings and a lot of little imperfections and uh whatever it's not the end of the world it's still a nice car but like you know it's it's got way more damage on it than i like just it's it's san francisco whole foods parking lot dings <laughs> like it's like but close. white white is so forgiving too yeah. that you're yeah you know it for, helps yeah it's easy easy to miss that stuff it, if it's dirty and yeah it just blends really it helps well. yeah for sure and it's one of those things where like as a buyer like i've always discouraged people from cleaning their cars before i buy them you know because like you because they might it might go the other way right it might 
reveal that it's actually a very nice car or it's way more presentable to more people, right? So you want to buy it like in kind of in a scruffy, in scruffy condition, even if, if you know that there, you might reveal some other shit later down the line, but it, it looked nice right. enough that I knew it wasn't going to be a big risk, you know? Um, so I did that. I, I detailed it. Um, I did, uh, cleaned out the interior and like I installed something that I know a lot of people had harassed Mikey about for years is that he never fucking put the, the plate filler piece in the center oh, of the yeah. bumper. So like the bumper, and you know, it has like a license plate bracket. If you want to put the bracket or the uh, plate on, on the front, which is huge. It's like a fucking gigantic buck tooth thing. Um, or there's like this aftermarket mod and he bought it. It's, it's, it was some forum member somewhere made it. And like, it's a little rubber strip that you know, attached to the center area to cover the bumper. Otherwise it's aluminum there, right? It's like black rubber all around and then exposed aluminum in the middle. So this covers that piece. And I did that too, which really cleans up the front end of the Is car. Is it 3M tape or what do you use? No, it's, it, it, it's, um, it's like anchor, like those anchor, uh, bolts and washers so it's like an interesting system where you have a really big washer on, on in a very uh, very small hole so a thin screw the big washer is attached to the inside of the rubber strip so that holds that part and then on the on the back of the bumper behind the bumper it has like one of these butterfly style anchor bolts that looks like a you know it's like it looks like an arrow and they like kind of swivel wall anchor yeah Wall yeah, anchor, open, like a wall. And then it exactly. opens up, basically. Yeah. Exactly, like a wall. It's a wall anchor, yeah. And so that's the system. It's totally a, a DIY kind of. Some dude sells a little kit, uh, like he prints at home, and it comes in a Ziploc bag kind of deal. But uh, but yeah, it totally works. I mean, it, it looks so much better. <laughs> um, yeah, I think Mikey was having a hard. He was saying like he couldn't. He had to take the bumper off or something to do it or something. I yeah. Know. I mean, it seemed like Mikey yeah. did not want to put a lot of effort into fixing <laughs> yeah, yeah. the shit. Like there was a lot yeah, of little yeah. things like that. But, but yeah, I mean, it, it, overall, I mean, I found some other little things like you could tell that this is, this is one of my pet peeves. Someone jacked the car from the pinch weld on the front left corner. Uh. And so like it's, and you could tell, and so it got a bit of the fender. So like it's very subtle, but now it fucking bothers me. Like I, if you look at the bottom rock of the rocker panel on the front the front fender is kind of kinked a little inwards you know like it's just the way that it kind of the twisted it a little bit there i might be able to fix that damn pro uh, dude those guys can do miracles you know yeah, yeah they can get that out yeah. okay so as there is there's an actual dent um that i have not shown on any photos uh but um on the front right corner he bought the car like that and i actually hit up kevin because you know kevin at autoworks he shares his space or he rents out a space to a uh a PDR guy. And, um, it's, it's a weird dent. It's like an oval dent, like a football shaped dent kind of, um, on the front right corner and it's over the actual crease. So it's, oh, this guy's weird dent. It, it's over the line. It's an, yeah, an yeah. oval dent. You said like a football. Yeah. But it's, <laughs> it's over the, it's, so if you look at a, look at an E30 fender, never seen one like that. Oh, oh man. So, Look yeah. at an E30 Fender. So the, the, the weirdest part is not the dent style or style or size. It's where it is. So like there's yeah. a, if you look at an E30 Fender, there's a I got seam. you. I know the crease. Yeah. It's a crease that runs yeah, along the top. We know where the pinstripe is, dude. We and know. It's, not, it's not is. weird. Yeah. It's just the worst, the worst yeah. spot for a dent. Right? It's yeah, in a very it's bad weird. spot. It's just a bad spot. Yeah, yeah, a lot yeah. of those guys can yeah. do miracles, dude. They yeah, can yeah. get them out on I creases. I hope so. Yeah. So we'll see otherwise. Or it'll be like where no one will notice except for you. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you have like a little tiny dip or whatever where you, you'll know it was there and you can look yeah. for it especially in the right light yeah. you're like oh yeah there Fuck, it is but I, I, I would be super stoked for that over what it yeah. looks like yeah. now so that's that yeah, yeah. The, so yeah and then i mean i just cleaned out the interior and, um the, there's a couple other things that i discovered um so 
the the so this is kind of I don't, like, where do I start? So um, Mikey said in the last text before you know we did this whole deal, he said I'm also including a box that has a brand new um, key and lock tumbler kit. It's a full changeover for all the for the doors and for the trunk and for the ignition and for the the um, the glove box. And I'm like, okay, interesting. I didn't think anything of it. I'm like, all right, maybe you know, uh, I don't know, like some, one of the one of the doors has a different lock on it, or I don't know. I haven't asked them by the way. I still don't know. But um, there's a brand new kit, and I have all all new stuff. And um, the key to the ignition does not unlock and lock any other fucking door or or you know anything. So. It seems like the ignition switch might have been changed on this car at some point because the key only works on the ignition and the glove box you is you locked. Have, you have two keys. I have one key to the car and then I have a brand new sealed BMW factory lock kit, like a set. Well, how do you lock the car? Uh, thank you for revealing that my car does not, un- my car does not lock, <laughs> Warren. So, um, so, uh, uh, so, um, you can, you know, come to my, my house anytime you like and, and drive this thing it's away. It's a 112 Barbara <laughs> yeah. or something. Yeah, it is so, Barbara. Yeah. Barbara. So, ignition. So that, I think that at some point, you know, maybe this car, you know, someone attempted to steal it or something was wrong with the ignition and they swapped that out because the, the key well, only works car- there. I have two keys for my car. They're old BMW keys, but at some point maybe the ignition got switched. So I have a door right. lock key I, yeah. and an ignition key. I feel gotcha. like that's what I used to have smaller. too on mine. It's very small. Like everything about it's smaller than mm. the door lock key. I see. Mine's an OEM two, BMW two. size. It's the same. Like a. But you only have the ignition key. I only point. have the ignition key. So that's what it looks so like. So you need to replace all your tumblers. Which is a nightmare. I've done it on a, a door nightmare. before. It sucks. So um, I have yeah, I so have fun. the kit and I looked at it, but the the main thing is that, um, or kind of what what can you got me thinking made? about it. Can can someone come out like a locksmith make it for all the other? Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, I guess so. Right. Actually, you could probably just use my key. I can make a copy and it probably work for your. It car. probably would. Uh, so like like on a, on the rally, that's what right. John yeah. Jesse's key opened. So uh, with the, the the glove box is locked. That's where, that's kind of what started this whole thought process. Is like the glove box is locked. I can't get into the glove box. So um, I'm missing the registration to the car, which is really cool. Um, at least right now, um, you know, <laughs> I haven't done the transfer of ownership and all that shit, but, um, but it's just like that, that's something that eventually I'll have to address. You know, like I, I don't like not having a fucking, having locks. No, I you, can't, you, I need, can't. you need that. You need <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. So it's kind of a big deal. It's only three locks. It's only three tumblers, but the, the doors, doors are so shitty, dude. I've done it before. Doors doors are, they're not that bad. They're not that bad. Dude, I've done that. I've done it. It sucks. Yeah. It's one of those things I don't want to do, but it's like, it, I know. But it has to, yeah. It's so, oh, the other option is seeing, as, as Lane said, I mean, I could, I could have, um, you know, the locksmith come through and, 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 and then I'll end up, maybe I only do the ignition. No, I don't know what the fuck. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, whatever. No, yeah, right. Him figure out the doors, and then you yeah. you just get him to cut a key yeah, for the cut door. Cut a key for the door yeah. and the trunk and the, the all that stuff. Although, right. is your glove box the same as your doors? Because yeah. I know, like in the yeah, 944, I have a separate key for the glove box because it's little. Well, you have three, huh. three oh, keys. No, so I have two keys. I have ignition yeah. doors, and then I have a glove box key, which uh, is I tiny. See. Huh. Yeah, my door lock uh, key does my glove box. Huh. Okay, then we know it's definitely the case, right? Yeah, so there's that. Yeah. Just finding out little things, right? I mean, like, which is fun, whatever. It's, it's new, it's uh, new to me car stuff. Um, the other thing is, uh, I, I haven't decided on headlights because I don't like sealed beams. These headlights are terrible. Take it easy. Take so, it easy, Art. So, take so, it so easy. So check this out. H4s, dude. 
So that's so option one Wait, H4s. Why, why don't you like sealed headlights? Because they suck. So, by the way, my E30 headlights are so killer. I don't know what you're even talking you about. You have ellipsoid headlights, homeboy. You have ellipsoid headlights with projectors in them. So there get those. Thank you for interrupting get me, sir. There. Thank you for interrupting Jeez. me, sir. Come on. So, so, um, I thought you were going to go Jason Camisa LED. No, 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 no. Like, I mean, that's conversion. a bold thing, but no, 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 no. So a fucking halo yeah. gnarly shit. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. So, yeah. so, so sealed beam headlights, horrible. Um, they're also not very good looking. Like the front end of this car looks yeah. really rad when you have like the, the projector, like, you know, low beam, like it just makes the front end look really aggressive. Um, I have had the, uh, the European spec, like the smiley model, which has like the little thing on the bottom and it, it scatters the light really cool. It actually does a much better job than the U S spec light. Um, but, um, they're available. They're not even that much more expensive than like if I were to put like the ones that you have on your car, like the ellipsoid ones that use a right. 9,005 and a 9,006 bolt, uh, bolt. But, um, I think that this, with this front end is so busy with the metal bumper and the air dam and all that, like adding the European one is too much. Like it's unnecessary it, yeah, it's, expense. It's, it's, yeah. it's also too many little fucking slots and things and all that. So, I'm on the fence right now. I either want to go the ellipsoid version, which is the one that you have, which only has a projector, a clean projector on the low beam, and it's a nice yeah. flat lens on both the low beam and the high beam, so those look good. Or, as Lane said, go the H4H1, which literally replaces the sealed beam, and you put in the other one, and then you have H1, H4 bulbs in the back, super bright. Yes, Lane. What is, Lane. What is ellipsoid version, or what is this? So it has a, a projector. And where does it come from, or what is what is the origin of it? Like how did, like was it a stock thing? It was a stock thing for the later E30s. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So uh, only yeah. my car has. Yeah, eighty eight and eighty eights had them. Eighty nines had them. Ninety went back to a sealed beam for some reason, as did ninety one. Um, but I've seen some ninety twos that that have them. It's a weird thing, like the convertibles. Uh, but it is so it's a replaceable bulb like an H4, H1, like an H4, but it's a 9005, so, 9006 bulb. That's what they're called. It's a okay. similar yeah. to yeah, that. Yeah. Is that um, like that temperature standard. or the that's just a bulb? No, bulb. it's the type. Oh. It's, nah, nah, it's, it's the, the connector. Yeah. Yeah, it's the connector. But yeah. So, so and then is, and how is that different than an H4? Just the pattern or whatever? The pattern and it looks different. It has a little okay. projector in the center, so it looks more aggressive. It's got like a yeah, it's, a, it's got like a uh, magnified center ah. yeah, yeah so then and then it and what size are the headlights on those like a seven inch or an eight no inch they're or? small they're five and three oh, quarters not that big what are they five yeah. and three five quarters. and three quarters yeah oh. yeah they're not that big yeah oh, so okay. and so the 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 thing with that is that like i can get the ellipsoid thing um you know the ones that warren has they look good and they're good headlights those um are available for you know used for around 200 bucks a set somewhere around there in good condition you can get them they're Almost all of them are cracked. You can find them for cheap, but a good one, a good set's going to cost you 200 to 250 bucks. Um, but that requires, um, modifying the harness on the car because the early cars oh, were not equipped for that. So, so you have two options. You can do that. This is relevant for people that have E30s. <laughs> I promise. Um, it, you can do it the ghetto way and basically literally snap the plugs off of an, a, a car that was equipped with these ellipsoid headlights. So like an 8089. Yeah. So you literally snap the plugs off and you solder them on to the new to the to your harness. So you cut your plugs off, solder the old ones on. But you will only have low beams or high beams on. You can't have all four headlights on at the same time, which is what the headlights are supposed to do when you go on a high beam setup or uh, mm -hmm. setting. So 
the problem with that is not very easy to circumvent. So it's it involves like fucking with the with the fuse box, relay jumping, and like all this other shit. So it's like a, it's a lot of work, but it, you can make it work. Yeah. So there there's that. So the other option is. Um, getting the H4 H1s which look sick they're flat nice lenses they're very bright you have a shit ton of you know uh, support for different types there's of different bulbs there's different brands too so you can get like yeah. the uh, there's a japanese brand that's really cool looking um i always forget the name of them uh they're more expensive they're like twice as much as hellas huh. i don't remember but uh they're really good we used to sell them at MA carbon for um the mercedes uh yeah. they're really cool they're um i forget what they're called but then there's hellas which are like Whatever, eighty bucks for a set, right? Right, for, for a, a set, pair. exactly. So, so yeah. you can do that, and those are literally plug and play. Like you, you just take, you know, you take your sealed beam out, you put the H four in, you plug it in, and you're ready to go. You know, That's so probably what so, I would. And it's um, nine day, and you can put bigger bulbs, you can put more powerful bulbs if you want. Totally. So the only yeah. thing there is that you, you lose look. a bit of the aesthetic, I think, because like if you look at a front end with the with the the ellipsoid cars look more aggressive because they have like these little round beady eyes. You know what I mean? Like it's kind of like a Lancia Delta Integrale. They also have that little projector that like in the center and it's yeah. such a cool look and i i think that is clean and without the smiley thing just that is simple enough that it works with the front end h4s look nice too but they don't they lose that little detail it's a super nerdy little tiny thing but once you see one you'll see you'll never unsee it it's very obvious um and that's when you can tell typically the year of the car unless they swapped them out because only 88s and 89s got those headlights in the u.s um so yeah right, that's right. that's where i'm at right now like i literally just found a set of ellipsoids like the ones that you have on Craigslist right now for 180 bucks or best offer with a one cracked lens. And you can get the new, you can get a lens replacement, but that involves heating up the thing and, you know, scraping oh, your pulling. But it sounds it like off. so much work just to install it too. Yeah. It's like, yeah, yeah it's, I it's think, the, the, yeah, to make it, to make them work correctly. Um, it, it's a lot of work. I'd be yeah. inclined to go the H1, H4 route and just, right. you know, so. it's a solid way to go. Cheap replacement and costs. And move like, it back to the stock if you sell it. Or but you would never know. want to. I mean, that's like I don't think you ever will. Solid upgrade. Like, yeah, yeah. They look yeah. like shit, and they were horrible. They're really, really Dude. bad. I mean, you can get I've like done so, it on yeah. so yeah. many cars. Just the H4 upgrade. Like, yeah, um, it's such a big difference. Like, I mean, pun not intended, but night and day difference. Totally. Uh, <laughs> you know, like I remember my Datsun 240Z. It was like it barely had headlights, and then put H4s in it, and it was like holy shit! Like I could see now, you know. Yeah, yeah, for Dude, sure. My my BMW 30 might be have better lights than my Mercedes Benz wagon. Wow, which is 15 years newer, mm. and has bigger headlights in general. Yeah, uh, I, th- my E30 is amazing, especially with brights on. It, it's like. Night and day, Lane. Yeah, because awesome. you have all, and that's the thing is, that it uses like all four that. too, right? Like that's yeah. what's what's super key to that setup. If I if I yeah. fuck that up, I've done it before. It's a lot of work. It's like it's like a couple hours worth of wiring alone, and it's like a lot of disassembling shit. And you have to hack your harness, you know. Like a, it sounds like it, a fire just, waiting to happen. Yeah. Yeah, I just don't think it's worth it. I don't think it's worth it. The the minor aesthetic yeah gain is not worth that right price and and complication and then if something goes wrong with the headlights or some other electrical gremlin you're like always thinking about yeah. how, how you had to do that i don't know yeah it's yeah. it's annoying for that sure. would be my vote i want to check out the I ones that you, lane talked about though those sound cool you yeah. get you get deep on this stuff i'll Art. throw it like out it. To you. i'll send like you the it. link or yeah yeah send it over um, they're cool because they have a different aesthetic than uh h4s than hella hella models like, like the flute the fluting even, on the glass the fluting, even the shape of the the outside like how flat they are um, yeah. like everything's and a little, everything's case different. swap. 
Japanese yeah. headlights. Japanese. Oh, there you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. So, he, and here's another thing, uh, not a, a semi-project car update. Um, that's a, pretty much all I did to the car so far. Um, yeah, I fucked with like the, the side, or the corner markers, or sorry, the turn signal markers up front. Um, you know, whether I want to go clear or smoked or amber. I agree. Hey. I think amber works the best because it's a white and black car, right? Like you I'm want sorry. that contrast. All right, I gotta jump yeah. in, dude. I think you're gonna piss jump a lot in. of people off with all of these uh, detail talks and no, like I bought a K24 motor talks. Yeah, that we'll get there. <laughs> we'll get there. Uh, but Do you get the fuel pump in? Is the car running? Oh and yeah, yeah, working. Yeah, fuel pumps yeah. in. Car's okay. running. All good. Nice. Uh, but. Uh, what was I gonna say? Oh, so wheels. Wheels are a big one for me, right? Like I was trying to figure out wheels. Um. This is going to sound uh, insane, but I found pictures of E30s on the T37Vs, and there's also the Rota makes a replica. It's the uh, the Rota Grid V. It's identical. Um, it doesn't work for E30s for me. It's I think it's so gross. It's too I bland. Would never want that. It's too bland. I, I can it doesn't see it. work. I can see that. I don't know. What are, what are we talking about? T37s the on whole? E30s. Oh, they don't work? It doesn't work. And I, I love T37s, and I think they look great on almost everything. I feel like, but, yeah, I thought that was a wheel that was like, look good on everything kind of like an hr yeah. p40 or a bbs or whatever. yeah I, I just don't like it it's kind of it it, it looks almost cheap and especially think, to, to, to get like a, i don't know it's probably one of those things really where it looks all right wheels. but it it just doesn't it doesn't the style doesn't fit perfectly like individually right. we yeah. like an we like an e30 too, and individually we like t37s but mm-hmm. together it's just not perfect you know not the right style yeah much. So I spent about last night. I was up from like one to two thirty, just you know, uh, between. It's funny, Art. I almost texted you last night at eleven, and I'm like, ah, it's kind of late. I well, I, I'm, I mean, oh. the thing is, like, you know, because it's all, you know, when you have an infant, right? It's like you you sleep when I you can. No, so I like, know, I know. I might have been asleep at eleven, but I'm, I was awake at one thirty or whatever. So, um, yeah. and I went through the, I looked at, I don't know dozens upon dozens of wheels, and I'm like, what wheel looks fucking best on an E30? You know, and um, and I went. And found that compomotive that I showed you guys, um, that TH. I love that. It's it's a it looks like a flattened bottle cap. Um, you know, it's DTM, it, DTM style. Group A style, like the, the Group A E30s, not the E30 M3s, but the because it kind of looks like a turbo fan, right? Like yeah, it, has it has that those style. Vibes. And yeah. um, and dude, they look so fucking good. I love it. I think it's perfect. And you can find the right sizing and everything. You can buy them in either fifteen by eight or sixteen by eight. Um, I normally would prefer a 15 inch wheel, but this works better as a 16 because it's such a flat dish. So like the, you lose its size, it looks tiny as a 15, you know, like it, it looks really small. And so, and DTM um, style but, was those, those were bigger wheels too, right? I mean, right, right. So it totally worked. The 16s look great. I, that car that I sent you guys, the black one, those are 16 by eights. Yeah. Um, of course yeah. that guy is at, has spacers and he put stretch and tires st- and you know, slammed. Yeah, that's bullshit. Yeah. Like you don't need to what, do that. The like, 16s you sent us? Yeah, those are 16s. On the, the black car? On the black car. Can you gotcha. tell they're 16s or they, they look kind of they look normal, right? I don't like, know. The one you sent us a car last week with some wheels that had 16 by 8s all around, it kind of looked a little bit like a donk. Oh, that was one was LS swap. That one oh, was okay. uh yeah, those it was like CCWs or something. It's, uh, that's, but that but car like looked a little the, donkish with those big wheels, but yeah, I don't that one didn't look out of the norm, the one you just sent us. Right. So, so the, um, the main gripe I have now is, you know, they're 20 pounds and the, the fucking basket weaves that are on there right now are 14 and a half or something, you know? And it's like, Dang. Ah, it's, it sucks. What's I mean, the difference in tires. So you have a fatter tire right now. Is there like, do you know the tire weight difference? 
Like, uh, you know what I'm saying? Is it a well, lighter oh, well, tire? The, I mean, the smaller tire is usually going to be lighter, right? So that's another thing. You can, It's hard to win. So like, Well, I don't know. Is it? Because you have more well, sidewalls. You're just taking up the yeah, same same. And you want to the, the thing is you want a little bit of sidewall even if you have 16s, right? So that's right. another trade-off that you're making is – yeah. So less that sidewalk. is definitely th- so. So here's here's an example. So if I got 15 by eights on this car, or 15 by seven and a halfs, which are an option out there, um, I would want to put a 225 50 15 on the car. Um, if I got 16 by eights, I would want to put a 225 50 16 on the car. Like because I, I, as you're saying, I still want that 50 series sidewall in the 16 because right. the 45 looks too silly. Um, so like. I don't know. It is definitely a thing. I mean, it's added weight. Uh, of course, you know, the plan is to have more power and better brakes and brakes are the ones also suffer a lot from that, you know, additional, you know, um, you know, fucking rotational mass and all that. But, um, but it's also the feeling of the car, right? Like this unsprung weight sucks. It's like, it makes it crashier, you know, like it, it, it doesn't feel the it's same. It's just like a placebo, placebo effect too, right? Like you'll always know yeah, that the, totally. the wheels and, are and heavy. It's more, and, and, think, and dude, quite frankly, ah. it is probably more mental than it matters, right? Because I'm not racing. I'm not yeah. like, you know, it's, it's whatever. It's just like, it's just knowing that I'm like adding six pounds per corner. It's like, that's the opposite of what I want to be doing right now. Right. Dude, the, but it well, looks for batteries. reference, batteries. for reference, the, the team dynamics that were very common for Specky 30 and then the Rota, I think they were Rota RBs or I forget right. what they were. Like the Padasport uh, cop, knock, knockoffs. Yeah. 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 Uh, they're not like the banana ones. There's some really ugly Rota's RBs, but then the Panasport knockoffs are cool looking. Um, those are like 13 and change pounds. For a 15, yeah. 15 by seven. And yeah. so that's a huge difference between, right. yeah, uh, less than 14 and for a big wide rim, you know, uh, and 20. Yeah. But and it's the nature cheap. of the beast, right? It's right. like, yeah, for sure. It's like, like you're getting, that's why a sporty wheel is going to have, you know, it's, it's designed for weight, lightweight, right? It's like thinner spokes and like less, you know, more void areas, whereas like a big disc, like a fucking compomotive TH is like, it's a big ass disc. There's a lot of material there, right? Okay. My, I'm going to throw out, uh, uh, my two cents. I like those compomotive big flat disc styles on an E36. To me, it speaks to that era of racing E36 touring car. I don't know if it sits right for me for an E30. Um, Let me show you an E30 that raced in period. But dude, look at like DTM. It was more like a Cosworth thing, but, uh, I felt like Cosworth ran that style they did. on their 190s. Yeah, they, they did. definitely did. More, yeah. But man, E30 versus uh, E30 M3 versus uh, Cosworth fucking Mercedes was all about those wheels. Yeah. Yep. Yep. But and, again, and also a lot of the Cosworth Fords. You're kind of going, in, you're kinda going into the you're kind of going into the whole thing of like if that's your look, you got to really tuck it and drop that car, like to really Not consider that though. look, right? I, well, I, I, Dude, I think you can pull I don't know, it off. Man. I don't know. I think Eric's car looks, you know, his 500E looks pretty good with that, the you know, a similar style wheel. Yeah. Um, hey, that's that wheel right there? In you general, I like, sure? that's I like the wheel? that wheel. No, no, no. This, like is a, style, this is like a similar but... style. We're talking. Mean, this is yeah, not yeah. the exact same one. These are wider. These are much wider. These are the actual race tires, our wheels. These are like 16 by nines or something like that. And those are center lug yeah. uh, three-piece wheels. Yeah. But that's yeah. what they, but it's the style that I'm talking about though, right? Like it's, it's, it's right, still sort right. of a tribute to that. Of course, they don't have as much dish and design and all that, but, but, um, I think aesthetically they work really well with E30s is kind of what I'm getting at, you know? Um, right. Uh, but I don't know. I'm, I'm on the fence. I think, you know, cause I, um, I, I feel like 
there might be an industry deal in this, you know, with Compomotive and stuff. And it's like, that makes sure. it super enticing. Right. And so, um, and I really like the way they look too, but, but fuck, it just, it pains me to know that, um, that I'm adding so, so much weight. As Lane said though, I, I do need to analyze the tire weights. I think, you know, with us, with a, with the type of tire I'm going with, you know, I, I'm going to go aggressive. Those have, you know, very stiff sidewalls. They're, you know, they're heavier, you know, they're not a, they're not an all season that's, you know, that being said, I mean, weight. that's a heavy, that's a pretty heavy six, 16 by eight or seven, you said eight, 16 by eight. I mean, dude, I remember I, on the nine, nine, six, we've got like OZ, whatever, super Ligueras for, and they were 18 by nines or something. And they weighed like 20 pounds, you know, Yeah, yeah or totally. maybe nine, no 19 something, maybe 18 even like, yeah. I was just looking at like a, a, a 15 by Eight inch Fuke weighs um twelve pounds. Yeah, forged, right? That's the main yeah. thing. Yeah. Yeah. Twelve I pounds know. flat. Yeah. Yeah, that's 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 a tough one to swallow. I don't know. I'll, I'll I'll keep looking. I mean, there's other designs. I really, really like AC Schnitzers, like the multi piece ones, but they're super rare in four lug and they're very expensive. And that's basically straight out of pocket, right? Like, you know, that's kind of the way it works, right? We have we work in the industry, we can get deals. I'm not gonna get a deal have on AC cons- Schnitzers. That's for a have Schnitzer five spoke? One of those spoke, yeah. Yeah, those are and that's a super like that's a period racing wheel and stuff. And exactly. Like, I yeah. mean, tons of motorsport Providence and stuff. Yeah. Have you considered a five lug conversion? Uh, I, no, I mean, I thought I, you I did, did early on because of the brakes, right? Well, I was, isn't that a whole conversation? Yeah, but it, but it's like, it, 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 I thought about it, but not considered really. I feel like, cause the, the, the brake upgrade that I want to do is so affordable and it's like, it's so like sufficient and it requires way less modification of the suspension that I just wanted to go with that. But uh, five by one twenty opens me up to fucking a million options of wheels, right? Like there, it, that really opens yeah. things up. So um, it is definitely enticing in that way. Um, but I don't know. I haven't decided. We'll we'll see. It's not like this has to happen overnight or whatever. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, yeah. Uh, so the car is running. It's moving. Yeah. Uh, Lane has a car again. Brian has a car. We should go on a drive. We should. I, can I say one more thing? I got to give a shout out to Chaycor. No, you're done. Chaycor in the UK. Uh, um, okay. Yeah, you can. Our buddy Chaycor in the UK. Thank you. Um, so I've, I've talked to him because rear Euro E30 bumpers are obsolete right now. They're, they're non-existent. They're back ordered everywhere. Um, so I'm like, all right, who's, who's in Europe that could hook it up? UK is the easiest to ship to and from. Um, so I, <laughs> I DM'd him and I'm like, Hey dude, like if you, do you happen to know of a, like, you know, of a, basically a, a junkyard that would, you know, have E30s. Um, and I, I wasn't asking him to go get it. I could just call them, right? Like some of these, they call them breaker yards or whatever over there. We'll do shipping. Like I know 940, I, I looked into this for the 924. Um, and, uh, but he's like, dude, I'll, I'll just go find you one and I'll, I'll, I'll ship it to you. So <laughs> uh, of course, so of course I'm going to buy it and shit, but I mean like, yeah, dude, yeah, like, I mean, like, it, it, you know, That's I wouldn't right. be surprised if they're like 80 bucks, right? Like at a, at a junkyard there and then shipping, I don't care. Take your time. Like, so let's say it's a, <laughs> takes three weeks to get it here. Who cares? Uh, what is that? 150 bucks on top of that, um, uh, versus, uh, you know, $700 or a thousand dollars for some, some right. kind of shit. So um, I really hope it works out. That would be, cause that's the thing is I decided that I'm just keeping the front end. I'm going to do the bumper tuck, put the Euro rear bumper on it and just call it a day. And then, then start focusing on the rest of the performance shit. Um, I want to do a rally with the car, with this drivetrain, you know, if, if we can pull that off and then, and then I'll go into K swap mode and really start 
going down that path. Cool. I can't wait to see. Well, yeah, I can't wait to see it all happen. I am down. What's happening? Yeah, dude. Hey, uh, Lane, this might be a question for you or, or the three of you. How do you clean aluminum corrosion? You know when it looks almost like water spots mm-hmm. that just start to, like, etch away at the aluminum? Yeah, yeah. And it might even be, like, kind of a pattern to it. What like, is it on? Uh, bicycle. Um, Very fine on steel bicycle wool? frame? It's on, actually, the, uh, like, the shifter housing, like, it's aluminum, you know, mm-hmm. like the Shimano. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's so, all, like, got that kind of speckled aluminum. So I imagine uh, I have a steel wool. The, the one thing I would, the one thing is a lot of times that stuff's clear-coated, so you, it'll just you basically have, up. like, failing clear-coat is why it's doing that. Um, right. So you're going to be going down to bare aluminum. Like, you know, then they clear-coat that stuff or they anodize it. Mm-hmm. Um like Fuchs, for example, are anodized aluminum wheels, so they don't get that um, that kind of stuff happening to them. But if they do, that means the yeah. anodization is off, and mm-hmm. then you're kind of like down to like we're having to you're having to steel wool and, and sand them and polish them every so often, right? Um, right but yeah, right. steel wool wools your probably your best bet. Like your and then beyond that, it's like a little sandpaper and and you know is your yeah, way to do it. Okay, and, I'll give it and a try. polish on a on just a drill bit. You know, put a little tip yeah. on there and just polish it up. Um, polish that up. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Good, and so you said. Call. So yeah, do you recommend um, like maybe stripping the like if if you could tell it's cleared, like do like an aircraft like paint remover. To yeah, strip the if it's clear totally first. cleared, then you want to yeah. like then you. I mean, but if it's just a little part, you can also get away with just doing the top. I mean. It's on a bike. I got this old, this bike I'm kind of want to restore a little bit. It's an older mountain bike and, uh, it's got some issues like that. I'm like, how do I deal with that? But I don't want to make it look jankier. What about uh, HIDs or Halo? What are you thinking? Yeah. I'm going to put a ZHP shift knob first of all. So that's good. Dude, well, if you were, you can replace that whole shifter with a fucking ZHP shift knob and you're done. See, that's true. Oh, you're right. That's true. Super weighted and stuff. Yeah. I'd be like, dude, it feels so good. Extra weight. Yeah. That's what I want. It's awesome. Um, I did. It could a, be a cool bike, though. That's cool. What kind of bike is it? It's a Rock Lobster. Oh, sweet! Oh, dude. Local, dude. That's local baller, dude. That's like a that's dream legit. bike when I was a kid. It's all. It's older, but yeah. no, I'm saying yeah. older that's one was my better. dream bike. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, that's like when they were handmade cool. and stuff. Uh, and that's yeah, the same company. Yeah, did you get it on Craigslist? I can't tell you that. Wow, confidential. What color is it? Yeah, that's super cool. They did cool colors, like okay. What what's the like? Logo color and all that, yellow. Okay, rock lobsters are the shit, dude. Those I know hand built Santa Cruz. I've always loved them as a brand, but, dude. I uh, I, I followed that guy, it. the guy that started it. He's on Instagram and he's making up bikes. I know where his shop day. is. I need to go bike. I need to go by there and ask him some questions about it because I don't even know what era. He's it, like, over really on the west side, right? Yeah. yeah, he's by our by yeah, our exactly. uh, studio. Mm. Yeah. Not far at all. That's so, awesome. yeah, I'm trying to bring it back to life. Yeah, those are such cool bikes. There's like, like those frames were, even back then, were like thousand bucks like, or something. Dude. I was gonna say it was like nine hundred dollars yeah, to yeah. start without any components. Yeah, just the frame, dude. Bare frame. Was it like um, just yeah. like super high quality lugging or the materials? Dude, handmade, or, like, dude. Yeah. All handmade. Yeah, it's all custom Chromoly. handmade stuff. Yeah, right. killer. Yeah, like best chromoly, whatever. I forget sixty one. I don't know. And they're still doing it. Yeah, still making bikes. Yeah. I think so. I went to his website. They still have some That's good cool. stuff. Like, yeah, like companies like 
Bontrager used to be really legit, and then they sold out, yeah. you know, to specialize or whatever, and then Trek. Um, Cannondale too used to be legit. Cannondale yeah. was so sick, dude. But uh, I know <laughs> those smooth frames. I love those things, yeah. and they were the brightest, raddest colors. Like so awesome, so nineties. It's like so Andre yeah. Agassi, like mm. Gary Fisher. <laughs> yeah, right. That was that was big stuff before. Gary Fisher out. was dope. Yeah, the Marins were really high quality Ooh, too. Marins were so they were cool colors too. The purple really uh, bright. components and stuff. Mm-hmm. When what's rad bike, is it's all that's all Bay Area stuff, like legit started. Yeah, at yeah. Mount Gary Tam, Fisher like, like started is, mountain biking yeah. on Mount Tam and on yeah. old cruisers that were cruisers. modified to like right, be mountain yeah. bikes. Yeah, it's so cool. You would think we'd have more rad car companies around here because we have such rad roads. Yeah. I mean, the mountain biking thing makes sense because we have amazing mountains mm-hmm. and hills. And weather, and, right? Yeah. And good weather what and about, stuff. What about the Robin or whatever, that little EV? Remember the three-wheeler that was in Morgan Hill? Um, <laughs> that's pretty rad, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess technically Tesla is, but they're not, they don't really make, other than the Roadster, they never made like a fun car. Yeah. And that was just a Lotus, right? Or the Lotus Cassie. Yeah, right, right. Over, off of overlooking Zooks, too? Come on, man. Mm. They're not out yet. <laughs> I, I can't see those guys. Dude, uh, um, Amazon, you mean? I uh, I did some um, project updates on the Lexus. Oh yeah, I had oh. I had a RX three hundred. Yeah, I had a gas door that wouldn't open. Nice. And I looked it up on YouTube. It was the greatest. Um, I I look it up. You know, just look up like how to fix the gas door not popping. By the basically. way, everything on that you'll find a video for every single part of that car yeah. on YouTube. So here's the funny thing: though, I don't guarantee don't it. watch the wrong videos. Because the word, the first video I watch is like, has tons of views, right? And it's this dude, and he's like, here's how you, and it's like, for a Toyota, right? Because same thing, same mechanism and everything. So it's basically, it's unlatching, but the spring isn't, isn't popping it out. So it's just the spring is broken. Um, so it's, it's unlatching the gas door. Um, but you just can't do it without having one person pull it and then having it open up. So he goes, so you buy this spring or something from like a Home Depot. It's like four dollars, and then drill these two holes and screw it in. Whoa! And gnarly. then put it in, oh, and then it'll pop open. Holy and, I'm like, and I'm like, eh, I, I, I kind of don't want to do that. So let me look it up, and like, I just look up like the spring, and I ordered one for five bucks on Amazon, like made by Dorm, <laughs> like a Dorman Lexus spring, for yeah. five dollars. It was there the next day, and it literally it just pops onto the thing. It was like the install was like 30 seconds, dude. It like didn't, no tools involved or anything. It was just like, yeah. Yeah, And I was, and then I did one more modification. I did another project update. Um, it had the, uh, one of my big pet peeves. It had the surgeon general warning sticker on the driver's side window that dealers put on cars all crooked when they put them on. That's a vintage piece. People just live with that. They just live with that. I can't believe people live with that and they're always crooked. They're always yep. like this, like, oh, God. So and it takes up like a three, five percent of your window. Yeah, and it's three. And by five. the way, not a messy sticker. Like peeled the edge, pulled the thing off perfectly clean. Nice. It's meant to come yes. off day one yeah. of your ownership. Yeah. Dude, Dealerships I put them on. I saw one the other day that was so gnarly. It was like a giant flag <laughs> right over the door lock picture. area. And it's like, dude, like it's literally like a visibility concern. So bad. Dude. So weird. Whoa. All right. See art. Yeah. There, bro. <laughs> oh, um, I am. Oh, it's a uh, witching hour and uh, it looks like I oh, am. Shit. Am being oh shit. Oh, you're 10 minutes you early, dude. I thought we had 10 minutes. I, I thought so too, out. homies. Um, but this is just the no, way it you, is. 
you're out right now. Lane's out too. <laughs> no trivia for you, Art. No trivia for wow. me. Lane, Lane's going to take a leak. Jesus. Um, wow. Okay. I'm sorry, guys, well, but uh, but thank you for having me again, and uh, <laughs> I will <laughs> I will have to check the trivia situation on Patreon and uh, trivia. Okay. All right. All right. Love you guys. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Love you too. <laughs> See ya. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. Tiny hearts like this tiny one. Hearts. Um. All right. Well, I guess it is trivia time. We should roll into that. Unless Brian, I know you've uh, didn't get any project updates here. Yeah. No, I'm good. Was, I don't, uh, I don't E30 really and Lexus talk. Yeah, that's fine. I'm glad you guys really are have pulling any. Okay. We'll get to it next time then. Oh, um, uh, I do have a flapping headliner, just so you guys know. I'll, I'm going four windows down, and it's wreaking havoc on my little uh, headliner pieces, you know, like on the C-pillars and that sort of thing. That's not good. That's a slippery slope right there. Some, some, the guy, previous, he had receipts for having it done, and immediately I noticed, like, when I bought it, it was already had, like, little flaps, and it's like, dude, yeah. the receipt was from, like, two months ago. And it's already bad, so yeah, I don't know if it's like a hard Janky. thing to do or what, but um, I mean, he probably paid just didn't the prep money. it right, or yeah, yeah, they probably didn't strip it enough or something. Yeah. Well, um, yeah, don't let that get out of control. That really gets to a point of no return. Yeah, headliners are so scary, and then you got to take Volvos. that whole thing out and. Oh, know, dude! So it's far, like, it's oh, just the you pillars. like have to take the seats out. It's oh, so you can replace the pillars. Yeah, I guess aren't they separate? Yeah, they appear to be. Yeah. So, but is that like I take it to an upholstery shop and he does it? Or do no, you or would want to just... take them out and bring it to him? Yeah. And yeah. then reinstall them. Yeah. Um, you could do that the other way, but man, that'd be expensive. I bet. It's trivia time. Trivia time. Trivia time. Uh, this question was inspired in some part by uh, Big Fat Flip hit me up. He DM'd me that someone had invented the video game that I talked about of being a bird. Prey and Predator. I don't remember. Oh, no way. Where you could could be an eagle Mm. or a hawk or whatever and learn how to see fish and then angle and attack. And maybe you catch a fish, maybe you don't. Someone made it. It's all about being a bird. Yeah, is it awesome? I I bet it's horrible because I wasn't involved <laughs> in the fucking research. But uh, they, I was thinking that it's only birds, and my idea was like great white shark or uh, you know some other yeah, predators. Yeah. It Humans. wasn't just birds. <laughs> Humans. They've never made Humans still yet to, to make McDonald's a good... and going and getting hunting and gathering. <laughs> oh, no. I was saying they still have yet to make a good human, um, like shooting game. They're still really working. Oh, yeah, on yeah. That. I've never right. seen one actually. I know. I know it'll catch on sometime, <laughs> but until then, it's birds, guys. Ice birds. Ice T is going to be in it, or Ice Cube. He'll be. Wasn't he in that so one? So prey and predators. Any ice? Prey and predators basically just duck hunt, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, if duck hunt was two ducks going uh, at it, uh, <laughs> or I don't know if that's how it works either. Yeah, duck Eagle. on duck. Duck on duck action. Yeah. That's the only porn I've been watching lately, too. Oh, it's weird, but it's pretty worth it. <laughs> nice. All right. The uh, a condor in the Andes has been reported to fly how far without flapping its wings? Whoa. They, what a researchers, stat this is. That's called soaring. Study, That's called soaring. 
Very good. Very good, Lane. Someone's woke up on the right side of the bed. A study shows that um, how efficient the world's largest soaring bird rides air currents to stay aloft. Um, they put equipment on uh, eight condors in Patagonia to record wing beats over more than 250 hours of flight time. Huh. So this so, is so encumbered we, with equipment, even. Thank you, Brian. We all thank know you very that much. the Patagonia condor is a special condor as well. They are known for their soaring abilities. That's so, right. Huh. In the Andes, you're going from sea level to 15,000 feet. Yeah, yeah. No problem. Yeah. So uh, how far did one bird fly? Are we talking miles or are we talking time? Miles. Okay. I mean, Miles it's or time. They have, they have, they have both. Oh, wow. Soaring, soaring. It's, it's like a vague, it's not a super a, accurate number, but you catch the right wind current, and you know, this guy's described soaring, right? folks. You good? You good? Basically, <laughs> yeah. he's like, uh, you know, soaring. You good? <laughs> so basically, what it is is you catch a little current, and you good, and there might be an up. Up, up draft. I'm, I'm, I'm actually yeah, a little. Good. I'm a little rusty on my soaring, so I just need to verbally get it out there. You know, to reset when's the last myself. time you've really dived? When's it's the last been a time while, you dove man. deep on soaring? It's been a while. Talk. Um, I mean, so I it's like, like physically yeah, soared in so long. There's a lot of. There's a car named a soarer. Oh yeah, yeah. Toyota, Toyota, right? Lex, Lexus. We know that from Gran yeah. Turismo. It's a. That's right. It's a yeah yeah. It's like the pretty good name for it's a like car, the Lexus. LC it's a rear wheel drive or whatever. It's the SC. It's the SC. Yeah, yeah SC three hundred. SC three hundred, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, okay, so how long did this bird uh, soar? Can okay, tell me this, Warren. We're... Wait, also let me also fill this in really quick. The condor, as we all know, it's the heaviest soaring bird. Oh yeah, yeah. Weighing in at thirty three pounds or thereabouts and a wingspan of ten feet. I mean, that wingspan will help him out though. You gotta, you gotta admit that. I mean, it's gotta be that hey, big. To be or, honest or with you, if he had a smaller wingspan, wingspan, wouldn't be able to soar at, as much. At the end of the day, yeah. he's not soaring exactly. as much. TBH. But thirty-three pound is the heaviest of the soaring birds, as we How all know. How many pounds? Yeah. So, thirty-three, okay. up to. Right, well, you had a question, Brian. I'm sorry to interrupt you, but uh, go on. Uh, when you found out this uh, little piece of data, were you surprised? Yeah, I even told Sarah. I said, "Listen to this." Oh, oh wow! You guys were sitting so there reading a, the paper, and you said, "At least you, like a <laughs> Sunday paper." At least like a tenth paper. of a mile. <laughs> I put I put my glasses exactly. down. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Honey, when you're done I with said, that paragraph, I've got something to say. You're going to be impressed. Yeah, she was she was making a candle or something. You know, we were old yeah. school. Where you're dipping the string or the, the wick, <laughs> yes, and then you yes. like keep o- dipping it over and over. Constant dipping, okay. constant dipping. I appreciate Bees I racks. appreciate the context here. Um, I'm gonna say something crazy. Uh, Fifty five miles. <laughs> okay. I don't think that's like too crazy. Uh, I'm gonna say thirty. It's a big wings wings thirty. Fan, so. A hundred miles over five hours of flight did not flap their wings. Damn, dude, that guy's killing it, dude. I wonder just about the laziest fucker. Just I wonder about the energy. energy energy usage, like because it's still he doesn't do a full wing flap, but he's still moving stuff, right? Oh, and yeah, I wonder, you got I wonder it. how much yeah, how much energy you're using, like 
That would be a cool Nothing. Not much, dude. Nothing. He's just I little you, twitches. Let me let me run this past you. Do you think he knew it, Is too? It possible? He's like, oh, I'm on, I'm on a run right now. Like, I don't, I don't know off, anybody dude. who's gone this far. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he has the recording device on him. He's going, watch this, bitches. <laughs> yep. It's going down. He's, like, checking so, back to see. It's, like, Condor GoPro <laughs> face. Like, is this thing on? Yeah. I'm, do- I'm doing this, <laughs> the red guys. Lights, red light's still going. <laughs> yeah. You like this? You like this, guys? <laughs> yeah. At what speed, um, Warren, did it say? Like, no, what was the, I wonder what speed. the average speed was. I want to run this past you, though. Is it possible in the nature world that these birds have evolved over time? They can see wind. What? Yeah, I know. Huh? I'm not saying it's something easy to think no, about. Are you are you asking or are you telling us yeah. as a fact? No, I don't know that as a fact. That's not a fact. I think I'm they just can saying, feel wind. But maybe they know how to look for it. And I don't even know how to describe it. Well, but it's they do just have like really good eyesight, right? They can see yeah, little yeah, they mouse, have amazing eyesight. Mice on the ground. And, and uh, so. their whole life uh, evolutionary has been soaring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all they do. Well, do you think Looking they're for... better soarers than like their fathers were? Like you know, like baseball players are way better now. Basketball players, do you think like they're like. Fuck, dude. Like, back in the 70s, they were only soaring, like, 60 miles or something. <laughs> exactly. Right? Like, exactly. these are, like, true athletes. Exactly. I mean, that's, that, I mean, that's basically, you know, you're, it's basically Darwin, right? Like, you're describing Darwin, yeah. evolution right there. Every, yeah. Yeah, they're, you get they're better. mating with the ones that soar better. Yeah. And every uh, every generation soaring. is a better basketball player than their dad. Yeah, That's yeah. Darwin. Five Darwin hours. Do you think there's like discrepancies in like one condor can only like soar for 10 miles and he's just like a little bitch and they're like, fuck I you, dude, so. you can't cruise with us. Like I watched, and I watched a them. nature show once. It yeah. was talking, yeah. it was talking about like, um, I want to say they were some sort of hawk up in the Arctic circle and it talked about one of the males. There's a pair a male, female. One of the males was really bad at hunting. Just wasn't good at it. That sucks. Straight up, kind of lazy. That's like your only job, lazy. dude. That's like all you like have. Sitting, like sitting on a branch for a while while other like males are like actually hunting. Wow. It's just like lazy shit, shithead. Wow, dude. Huh. So I think it's. Did uh, he get dealt with or what? Yeah, dude. He got. Well, he was divorced, and then uh, he lived in like a shoebox on the side makes, of the street. I mean, that makes so, sense, somehow right? I'm a, somehow I'm offended by that comment. I feel like I'm the lazy condor. No, you're not the lazy condor. <laughs> no, or this is You'll like uh, maybe he's just on his cell phone checking stuff out. You know, like <laughs> it's just every new generation. It all the old guys are saying that, right? Oh, he's like the millennial dude. He's like he's the millennial. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's like I don't know. Food just arrives at my table. The woman, all the woman hunted the the woman. <laughs> <laughs> the female, the female hunted way more. And way more efficiently than the male. And it was, they were actually making fun of this bird. And it was a legit documentary. This wasn't like, uh, you know, is, fail videos. It sounds like this in is, a lot of uh, species where like the hunters are the females and the males are just there for reproductive. I'm going to have to find it and I need to review the tape and then we can talk about it because I feel like there was something about it where this guy was not pulling it. And sounds, they sounds like he's a very forward thinking. Uh, gentlemen, uh, you know, this is post-sexual revolution of condors. Oh, me too. This is, or what have you. Yeah, I mean, it's, a, yeah. it's sexual equality. He's progressive. Right. That's, that's a good way to look at it. Yeah, progressive 
like condors. He does not want to see the glass ceiling on female hunting abilities. So he's allowing her the chance to train more and, you know, get into the thick of it. He's allowing her. Jeez, what what, what generation are you from? Yeah, really, Jeepster over yeah, here. Jeepster By guy. the way, uh, I'll allow no, my women to hunt for me. Whatever. Yeah. There's no glass ceiling uh, when it comes to condors. That's true. It's a very high. That sounds like role. the podcast title to me. <laughs> All right, that's a podcast. Progressive right, condors. No. <laughs> we'll see you next time. Bye. Goodbye. See ya. I was freedom. Patreon.com forward slash driving while awesome. Do you enjoy the DWA podcast? Give us a little love and support us on Patreon and get some awesome bonuses like a weekly exclusive Patreon podcast, exclusive stickers, koozies, and discounts on everything in our store, early access to rallies and other DWA events, and much, much more. Um, yeah, it really helps us out if you become a patron of the podcast and we hook you up with some really cool stuff. So join us now at patreon.com forward slash driving while awesome. Thanks.